Hi, friends. I'm Stephanie Leedy, Director of Children's and Family Ministries at Stonebridge Community Church, and this is Stonebridge Parents. The Stonebridge Parents podcast is dedicated to having real, honest conversations with members of our community. Each week, we will talk with a special guest about a variety of parenting topics, including entitlement, special needs, and mom guilt. We have some amazing episodes, moments, and parenting game changers for you to hear. Welcome to Stonebridge Parents. Hi, guys. Today, I'm so excited to welcome our former children's ministry director, a woman I really admire, Sherry Crow. Sherry spent years researching and learning about the issue of child entitlement. I can't wait for you to hear our discussion. Enjoy. So welcome, Sherry. Thank you. It's so good to see you. It's Thank been a while. You. It has with COVID. I think it's been over a year since yeah. I've seen your face. So <laughs> it's so good to see you maskless. We're both vaccinated. Everybody, don't worry. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about you and your family? Yeah. Uh, well, I've been married for 30 years. I uh, am married to, gosh, such a wonderful, godly man, Will. And uh, we have two kids, or young adults now, uh, Katie is 26, soon to be 27, and Ryan will be 22 this week. So, um, and I'm just so proud of both of them. They have really grown up to be um, awesome young adults, and I'm very just proud of that. That's so awesome. And that's the goal, right? To get to a place when our uh, children become young adults and are self-sufficient and kind um, humans, which yours definitely are. So good job, Sherry and Will. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So you spent nine years as the Children's and Family Ministries Director at Stonebridge. And during that time, I understand you came became especially passionate about entitlement in children. Will you tell me a little bit about how that developed? Sure. Um, as a children's director, I was always reading articles about children and how we could help families um, grow spiritually mm-hmm. and um, with their children. It was during reading those articles that I came across some statistics that showed how suicide happens in children as young as eight years old. And I was so moved by that and so shocked by that, um, that I I wanted to learn more. And so much of it um, stems from entitlement and it was through that that it just um, it made me so passionate about that topic. So can you give me some examples of what entitlement looks like? Uh, yeah, there are so many um, examples, but I have to say there is uh, a book out there. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called The Me, Me, Me Epidemic, and it's by um, written by Amy McCready. And I love to use some of the her examples, um, which are if your child expects bribes or rewards for good behavior, that's a sign of entitlement. If they rarely lift a finger to help, that's a sign of entitlement. Um, if they're more concerned about themselves um, more than others, uh, if they pass the blame when things go wrong, if they can't handle disappointment, or if they um, need treats to get through a, a, a store, or a shopping um, event, 
they expect to be rescued from their mistakes, and they don't feel like they have any rules that apply to them. Uh, those are all signs of entitlement. If they constantly want more, that's another sign of entitlement. So just to throw some out there, um, that if if you are listening to this right now and, and you're making check marks by some of those, then there's a good sign that uh, your children um, feel they are entitled. And what are the consequences of that? Like, what are, um, why is this a red flag? Yeah. What uh, can happen to my kid if I'm raising an entitled child? Wow, th- there's so many <laughs> things. Um, an entitled child grows up expecting everything done for them. Mm-hmm. They don't feel that they have to do anything for themselves. They don't have to work hard because everything's always handed to them. Mm. Um, And everything's always been done for them. Uh, It even, uh, they don't get experience failure. And it actually makes children more, or young adults or even adults in general uh, more narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And it's all about them. You know, they look at themselves um, as the world revolves around them. Mm-hmm. And they unfortunately lack empathy, too, um, mm-hmm. which is really sad. And they don't know how to um, show gratitude towards others and to be gr- grateful for what they have. They're always looking for the next best thing. Hmm. Um, gosh, there's so many uh, important uh, steps to so many important things to teach kids when they're young. Um, we've hmm. got to let them fail. We've got to say no. We need to teach them that you have to work hard for what you have and um, set consequences. There's so many good points in there that I want to go back yeah, to. Yeah. One one of the things you said was we have to say no. And I think the no is the hardest part of parenting, to be honest. Yeah, because parents want to be friends with their kids, right? We love our kids so much. We mm-hmm. want them to have everything. It just feels so good to see your kids get excited when you give them something or you give in. Yeah. But the reality is that when we we're, we're not their be- friends, right? Mm-hmm. We're we are their parent, and um, even in the Bible, you know, we have God leading us in our life. We have Jesus, who is our example and our model. And Proverbs twenty two six even uh, says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will n- not depart from it." So we need to um, be that role model and that parent for our child, not their best friend. Mm-hmm. We need to learn to say no. Um, it's healthy for our kids. If you think about it. Uh, many uh, parents today grew up with the parents making the decision. 
Um, when we would drive somewhere and the radio was on, we didn't select the radio stations. Our parents did in the TV shows. We had, you know, back in the day when I was growing up, we had one TV and the parents selected what was on that TV. Mm-hmm. We just have so much more today. And it's very easy to continue to want to give kids more, especially in a world where social media um, influences our kids and social media just um, grabs their attention and and gives them more ideas of what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very easy for us parents to get caught up in that. And the reality is we need to make decisions for our children. We know what's best, and but in, for some reason, we have flipped and and we've let our children control our lives instead mm-hmm. of the other way around and and leading them and teaching them. Mm. Yeah, that's such it's such good stuff. I love it. Um, the other point that I really wanted to touch on that you had mentioned was discipline and consequences mm. for your child. Hebrews 12, 11 says, Now discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Discipline is hard for me. It's (laughs) hard for all of us. Um, I feel really bad when I have to, you know, discipline my, my child. What does discipline do to help correct with the entitlement or avoid entitlement? Discipline is very important. The more consistent we are, they will come out way better uh, young adults and um, adults in general. Uh, Discipline is important. It creates structure. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, children want discipline. They actually thrive on discipline. And you wouldn't think, like some kids, you wouldn't think it. They just seem uncontrollable. But really, there is such a desire, and it's innate in us. I say as hard as it is and as exhausting as it is for a parent, it gets easier. It really does. And um, just keep up the hope and keep the perseverance and keep going. It does get easier. In preparation for um, for the podcast, I did some research on discipline, and there were three really great points um, in regards to discipline. So number one, sometimes there are natural consequences for our kids. Um, for example, if, um, if it's cold outside and your kid does not want to take a coat, Sometimes we just have to allow them to face those natural consequences of them being cold. And if we're only going to be gone for a half an hour and they're outside and they realize that they're cold, next time they're going to take their coat. They're going to learn that lesson, right? That's right. Yes. Um, And other times we do need to intervene. We don't Mm -hmm. want our kids to um, hurt themselves or hurt others. And so it's important as parents that we do... um, intervene in those situations and and take control and ensure that they're not going to harm anybody or themselves. Right. Um, And finally, with discipline, uh, I think there's a direct correlation to what the the action is and what the consequence needs to be. So, for example, Tommy will be playing on my phone, um, especially during COVID. The phone is has been a part of his life, unfortunately. And he's playing a game, and let's say somebody calls me, and he gets really upset 
and throws the phone. In that moment, I'm taking the phone away. In that moment, I'm saying no more phone for the rest of the day. And that's a direct correlation as opposed to saying, okay, well, you can keep playing on the phone, but you're not getting dessert tonight. Right. 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 Or you're, you're um, I'm going to give you a timeout because you did this. It's better to, like you said, make it a direct correlation. Right. Absolutely. With timeouts, I've actually um, been told that timeouts really only work when they're being taken away from something fun. Mm. So, like, if they're doing something really fun and they hurt another child, you know, then the timeout is an appropriate reaction. But if they're not being taken away from anything that they are enjoying, right. then yeah. a timeout really doesn't, doesn't serve work. a purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. So what about teenagers? So why don't you tell me there's a famous story about your son that you've told in oh, yeah. parenting <laughs> classes at Stonebridge. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell me about that? All right. Well, uh, when Ryan was in middle school, he played cello and he had to maintain it. He had to take care of it, and um, which is a, a great lesson in itself. But um, there's one day when he was um, looking for his cleaning solution for his cello and he could not find it. And he um, told me that I needed to go out and buy more cleaning solution because he could not find his. And I was thrown back by that, that that was... um, his immediate reaction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it made me realize how entitled he felt to have me just run out and replace it. And sadly, normally, I think I would do something like that. I'd be like, oh, gosh, okay, let's go, you know. And and, um, this day, I just decided to kind of call him out on it and said, okay, well, then we're going to need you to take part of your savings to replace that cleaning solution. So um, go get your money, and we'll go to the store, and we'll buy some more solution. And um, within a minute, he uh, had left back to his room and came right back with uh, the solution. He had found the cleaning solution within a minute after me saying that. He just never put in the effort to really look for it. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just easier for him to um, inconvenience me because he he felt he was entitled to having that solution without any work. Mm -hmm. And um, that's another great example of entitlement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a a great example of a natural consequence. To his actions. It's a discipline. He learned that he's um, responsible for for his items. And if he loses them, then he's going to have to pay for it. Right. And, and guess what? Hmm. Can you believe it? He never lost that solution again. <laughs> and he learned for, his lesson. Yes, he did. And, and so much so that he has never come to me and told me that he has lost something. Wow. That's amazing. You know, that, that moment made such an impact on him that he hasn't had to ask you for that anymore. It proves that the hard work did pay off. Absolutely. So what are some practical things that we can do to ensure that we are raising children without entitlement? Yeah, I think it goes back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning um, in regards to it's never 
too early to start mm-hmm. having children help and understand their role in the family, having them fold their own laundry. How hard is it for us as parents to um, let our children hang up their own clothes clothes or fold their own laundry? I am a perfectionist when it comes to folding, but I have learned through the years that, you know what, there's some things, towels, for instance, Mm -hmm. you know, let them be responsible for folding the towels. Let them help you move clothes or pull the clothes out of the dryer. Mm -hmm. Um, And letting go as a parent of it having to be perfect. If the towels are a little messy where they go, then they're a little messy. Then they're a little messy, but there's a a bigger, more important Mm -hmm. lesson to be learned in that. We're building character and um, self-sufficiency and confidence in our kids, and that's so much more important than having perfect towels. Some other things that we can do, too, would be um, teach them empathy for caring for others and read stories about people that are not like them. Gosh, I can remember uh, one time reading the story Wonder, and it made as an adult, I read it even though it was a children's book because I wanted to be able to see what the kids were reading, and I heard it was such a great story. And oh my goodness, I think every parent should read it to their child because it teaches about um, somebody who's different than them. And there's empathy building in that. Mm-hmm. And a great way to have conversation with kids is reading books together and uh talking about uh, how they feel. Mm -hmm. Um, The other things you can do are uh, even work on a teddy bear or a doll or something and help the, um, the, the... Pretend that something's wrong with it. You know, maybe it has a broken leg. And how can we care for it and make it feel better? I love that. I love um, that. When there's something going on in the community, maybe there is a fire. Uh, and you could sh- explain how lucky we are that we have a fire department and bake cookies mm-hmm. for the firemen and take it as a family. And it inc- doesn't matter the age of the kids. Include uh, your entire family in that and take it over to the fire department. Um, also, I think it's important for kids to have uh, j- jars set up or a savings of some sort. I think a great uh, system is the three jar system where you have one that is um, give, another jar that says save, and another one that says spend. And um, decide as a family what percentage you want to be in each jar. But that spend, you could even have a picture of what it is they've been desiring and let them earn that item. Mm -hmm. Let them work towards that. There's so much to be said for something we earn versus something we're just given. Yeah. Uh, We appreciate it so much more. And, We're actually um, learning that in my house right now. My son is learning with his allowance from his chore chart, like that he can go to Target and buy the toy that he wants. And I'm finding that 
Um, he actually plays with the toys that he buys himself a lot more than he buys or than he plays with something that he's given. Yeah. Um, but I love the idea of give. We're going to add a give jar yeah. today. That's yeah. going to be added to our That's list. That's awesome. Yeah, I love, I love it. And what we're talking about is building character. I love that you said that. Yeah. And I love that point. We're talking about b- building character in our kids. And that doesn't just go back to um, making sure that they're self-sufficient, but ensuring that they care for others and love yes. others. God God told us, you know, love God and love your neighbor. And we really just want our kids to go out into the world and be people who care for for other people, for their neighbor. Absolutely. Gratitude is a big thing. Mm -hmm. So how would you encourage parents um, going forward? Uh, First of all, I'd say hang in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. I would just encourage parents to just start working on things today. It's never too late to start making our um, children more grateful and empathetic and just kind, loving children. Yeah, and they'll become kind, loving, self-sufficient adults. Yes. You can do it, moms and dads out there. I feel inspired. Thank you so much, Sherry. I think that we really covered some awesome things today. And um, I'm inspired. I appreciate the knowledge that you've given us. Uh, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. great being here. 